from crisis to comfort around the world. We're also known as a media outlet because we do radio and print with the blog. We have um, video chats uh, called Dementia Chats and Conscious Caring Chats that we do um, and have a website, uh, and then I do some speaking and training. So we try to use a a multitude of platforms to be able to educate, inform, and raise awareness regarding all kinds of dementia. We believe that by sharing forces and knowledge and having these everyday conversations about life with dementia, that that's really the only way we're going to be able to remove some of the stigmas attached to memory loss and help those that are diagnosed and those that are caring for them continue to live with purpose. At our core, we also believe that collaboration is the only way we're going to win this battle against dementia. And I know it's working because of all of your likes and clicks and shares. You see, you helped us get named as the number one influencer online um, with dementia in uh, Alzheimer's by Share Care and Dr. Oz, and that would not have happened on our own. Um, and so I have to thank you so much. You see, each of us have these huge spheres of influence, especially with social media nowadays. And when we like and share um, different content out there, we push it out to those groups, and there are so many people in those groups looking for good content. There are also um, many people in our spheres that haven't really kind of come out in the closet in terms of maybe they're diagnosed or maybe they're dealing with a friend or a loved one with dementia, and this can help them grab that information when the time is right for them. So keep up the the likes and the, the shares through you know, your um, Twitter tribes, your Facebook friends, your LinkedIn colleagues, your Pinterest peeps. There's so many different platforms. Just keep pushing it out there because together we really can make a difference. I also like to remind um, all of our listeners that 
Alzheimer's Speaks is about raising everyone's voice. And so maybe you would be ideal as a, as a guest on our show. Uh, we have people with dementia on our show. We have families caring for them, business professionals. We've had authors and movie directors and actors and actresses. We've had singers and songwriters and researchers um, and advocates. The list is endless. We've had um, kids on the show that are, are making some powerful differences out there. And so, you know, we just want to join together and, again, raise awareness of what everyone is doing so that we can move the cause forward um, through passion. Uh, what else do I want to tell you about? You know, we are doing our dementia-friendly cruise coming up November 11th through the 18th, and I am just so excited about it. Um, it's really going to be a blast. We have four people living with dementia who will be speaking. Uh, that's Harry Urban. Michael Ellen Bogan, Lori Shear, and Mary Reed. And then we have Cindy Lozinski, who is a nurse out in Colorado, who is doing a dementia-friendly movement in northern Colorado. And we also have Becky Watson, who is a music therapist, who will be uh, joining us and adding so much value through song. Uh, some of our Sponsors, I'll just give a shout out to um, myself, Alzheimer's Speaks, and Elite uh, Cruises and Vacations, and the Purple Angel are our platinum sponsors. And then our cold sponsors, we have Music for Wellness, John Hopkins, uh, Bright View Senior Living, uh, Free to Go Mobility. Uh, we have uh, Jennifer Fitzpatrick, who is the author of Cruising Through Caregiving. We also have... Um, Let's see, uh, Peter Raven, uh, who wrote The 36-Hour Day. And we also have another book, A Loving Approach to Dementia Care. And um, we're going to be giving those books away, along with the American Senior has sent their new magazine. Uh, we also have the dementia-friendly communities of northern Colorado as, a, as gold sponsors. And then we have several... Um, Silver sponsors as well, and so that's, uh, and I'll, I'll get to name some of those a little bit later. I also want to just give a shout out to Atria. I was out east uh, before the storm hit this week, and um, just marveled at that company. Uh, we did kind of a fast tour. I did nine presentations in three days at four different communities, and I was just fascinated at their philosophy, um, the communities at general, in general, the staffing uh, that they have. Um, it was just, uh, it was really cool. And they don't call their memory care memory care. They call it life guidance and they are very particular in terms of how they serve and um, how they even put their um, activity schedules together. Uh, it's very unique and, and different, and I just want to thank them for a fabulous time. I was out in um, Falmouth, Massachusetts at uh, Atria uh, Woodbriar, and then we went to uh, Andover, Massachusetts at Atria the Marlin Place, and from there we went to uh, 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 Atria 
Stratford in Stratford, Connecticut, and then to um, a tree across Rose Place in uh, Waterford, uh, Connecticut. And again, I was just so impressed with with Atria and their work. And I have to give a big shout out to uh, Pam uh, Philby who brought me out there. She was just absolutely a, a dream to work with and was uh, stuck with me for four days out there. And we kind of nicknamed ourselves Thelma and Louise. So had a really, really good time. I see we have a couple of uh, callers on the line, so I'm just going to go to the first one. And I think I recognize the number. I think it's Harry Urban. Harry, are you are you with me? Did I guess your number? Correctly. Oh yeah, yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing wonderful. I am doing just wonderful. How are you doing today? It is. It is a sunny day. It's a beautiful day. It's a nice fall day, and it's another day closer to Christmas. We are Harry. For those of you who don't know, Harry, Harry would Harry would have Christmas all year long. I think you kind of kick into gear around June, don't you, for Christmas? And, and <laughs> I saw I saw on Facebook you had your uh, your mantle already uh, decorated for Christmas. So look out, Halloween and Thanksgiving, Christmas has arrived in the urban house. Um, also, for those of you that don't know, Harry is going to be on our cruise. Um, Harry has been living with dementia. Can you give people just a little background on how long you've been living with dementia? Because I think they'll be I think they'll be surprised. I was I was diagnosed uh, over 13 years ago. This this January will be 14 years with uh, wow. with the measure of the Alzheimer's type. And um, o- over the years, I I've learned so much about this disease. And I am a firm believer of getting off the couch and getting on with your life. That's a nice philosophy. It's a nice, nice philosophy to have, and and so important. Um, and, and you have done so much to move the cause forward. Here, why don't you just tell people a little bit about the different initiatives that you have worked on? Because it's it's incredible all of the things you have done. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like to toot my horn, <laughs> but. Um... I uh, I created. Um, I'm the founder of Forget Me Not. Uh, it's a uh, it's a support group on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we have like we have like maybe eight different groups within the Forget Me Not group, and I tried to um, have a different group for various dementias like Lewy bodies, vascular, and so on. And I also created a Spanish group, forget me not, Normio Vitas. And that's for the Spanish community. That, that That's going very well. Um, I'm also a, uh, a Purple Angel ambassador, and I'm a Sentimenta ambassador out of Italy. And wow. I... I created so many memory cafes. Now, in fact, uh, this week I'm starting another one. It's uh, it's my life. It's what's keeping me going. I think staying active is helping me live. Uh huh. Well, that is fantastic. 
That is absolutely fantastic, Carrie. I, I really appreciate all of the work you've done. And, and you also worked with Dementia Mentors originally and helped get that off the ground, which is a huge force and is making some big differences there as well. Um, and then with your Spanish group, um, tell people how that got started, because I think that that's kind of an interesting story, too, for our audience to hear. I uh, I was very concerned that uh, we had we had so many uh, memory cafes, and I speak at a lot of meetings, and I never see uh, the Hispanic community nor the Black community there, and. Mm-hmm. I got I got very concerned about that because it's not the fact that they don't they don't suffer just like we do, but the culture is a little bit different than ours. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're not they're not open like we are. And I started out with the uh, with the Spanish group, but I, I talked to quite a few Spanish people, and I I told them I said, why don't you why don't you join? Say like forget me not. And they felt very um, apprehensive about about speaking with others about their disease. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I said, well, what happens if I would start up a dedicated forget-me-not group just for the Spanish community? Mm-hmm. Well, the idea caught on, and I don't I don't speak Spanish, uh, but I got I got uh, I got them some super Spanish administrators that um, they kind of run the site to make sure that, that it is staying safe. There's no judgment, things like that. And, and that's, I mean, that, that, that's one of my shining stars. Well, it's a, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. We've got some other callers on the line. If you'd please stick with us, I, I would appreciate that very much. Um, I believe I recognize another caller. We have several on online, so I'm just just be patient with me, and I will get to you. Um, I think this is Mary. Mary, are you there? Uh, yes, this is Mary Rudnowski. Hi, Mary. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, for those of you. That- don't know. Uh, Mary, like Harry, are both part of our dementia chats and um, are living with dementia. Mary, if you can maybe tell people a little bit about yourself and then uh, what what are you up to regarding dementia? You're a mover and a shaker as well. (laughs) Well, I'm trying. I agree with Harry in that one of the most important things is to stay as cognitively active as well as physically active as you can, Uh, not just getting off the couch to to go walk the dog, which I love doing, but also trying to do things that push yourself to learn new things. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be quantum mechanics. It, 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 It can be to learn how to paint or to learn how to fix something and, it's it's something that will motivate you to uh, uh, sort of keep going every day and get out of bed even on the days when it doesn't feel like you should bother. So mm-hmm. my thing is writing. Uh, I'm a writer. So uh, I used to be a professor. So uh-huh. I like writing. 
Well, good. And where, where do you write? Where can, can people see your writing, or do you like to just write privately? Uh, well, I do, I do put some things online. Right now I'm writing a book on human rights for people with dementia, and um, that should be coming out next year. Oh, uh, wow. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, how the... Uh, how society treats uh, people with disabilities, and I like standing up for uh, the little guy. So it's my thing to just write about how we can teach people uh, how we need certain accommodations and how to ask for them, for us to ask for them, and how other people need to offer them. And can you can you give our audience maybe some examples of what types of accommodations you 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 think are needed? Uh, sure. Well, uh, for people with dementia, uh, doing complex tasks uh, where there are a lot of steps, uh, mm-hmm. where you have to uh, listen to someone or just if it's computer help on the phone or if it's uh, uh, forms that get sent to you in the mail from Social Security, there's often lots of steps. And Mm -hmm. although this seemed to be something that we all handled in our 20s and 30s and even 40s, it gets to be overwhelming for people with dementia. We can do it, but somehow it's helpful if it gets broken up into smaller steps and if it gets broken up into, well, these are the practical things. You need to get the stamp, you need to get the envelope, you need to get the address right. And then mm-hmm. the more cognitive thinking things, like let's, let's just look at the questions and then take a pad of paper and write down or type the, the answers that we want to put in later without mm-hmm. dealing with both types of thinking at the same time Uh, because as you know multitasking is kind of difficult uh, as with for a lot of people not everyone but um, so we need sometimes uh, someone to help guide us through that process Uh, or we can learn how to do it ourselves Um, Uh and uh, accommodations when we travel uh, very often we don't want to admit that we have dementia. It's, mm-hmm. uh, people tend to see us as helpless the moment we say that, when all we really need is for someone to make sure we get from the point of purchase of the ticket to the gate, for example. Sure. Um, so there's, there's a lot of things that we have the right to get in terms of help, just as someone who's uh, in a wheelchair or uh, using a guide dog. Okay. And, and it's the question of asking for it. Yep. Now, do you have a, um, a tentative kind of working title for your book at all? Or? Right now, a tentative title is the uh, Human Rights Guide for Living with Dementia. Okay. And, um, yeah. Well, so wonderful. I'm, I'm very excited because I'm I'm co-writing it with uh, 
gentleman by the name of Dr. Al Power and a, a woman uh, named Daniela Greenwood. So these are also experts in the field. Oh, Daniela, I love her to death. I got to meet her um, when she was here, and she is absolutely fabulous. And, of course, Al, um, everybody knows Al, and so that'll be a powerhouse of a book. When you guys are done, you'll have to come back on the show and and talk about that. And um, tell Daniela I say hi. Uh, Yeah, well, great. Well, if you're able to just hang out with us, I'm going to take a couple other calls. And if you have to drop off, Mary, I understand that as well. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Now, I've got a caller that says they're on a restricted number, so I am just going to pull you in and say hi. Um, uh, You want to go ahead and say hello? Who's ever calling in, and we'll figure out who this is. Hello? Did somebody call in? Oh, it looks like they hung up now. So, okay, well, we will uh, come back to them maybe a little bit. And who is this? This is Beth Reinert down here in Mobile, Alabama. Well, hi, Beth. How are you doing? Thanks so much for joining us. Well, I've been looking forward to it. When I saw that it was open mic, I thought, well, this will be my chance to call in and talk to Lori. And meet Harry and Mary. Well, great. That is wonderful. Do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself and how you're connected to dementia? I would love to. You know, like yourself, uh, Lori, I became involved as an advocate through caregiving for my mother. And along the way of caring for her, I also added my aunt. So I had both of them until the end of their lives. And through that experience, And in addition to the fact that my background was in therapeutic recreation, I had worked on a memory care unit prior to having children. And so I was looking at this from both professionally and personally, and I felt that our area needed a lot more information uh, about how to be a caregiver and about just dementia in general and about resources that could be found in our community. And it was very difficult to find resources. So Mm -hmm. that turned into advocacy. I created a a website. I think you're the one that told me that you didn't see that I had a Facebook page for Caregivers Unite. So by the next day, I did and uh, started using that platform as a way to network with caregivers. have done that for a few years, joined with the Alzheimer's Association, became their ambassador for the last four years, and have connected uh, our community with our legislator. And then finally found an open door to promote dementia-friendly principles in our area. I mean, that was just something that I had been interested in ever since you became a Purple Angel Ambassador. So finally, our uh, Montgomery, our our capital, has an organization, our Central Aging uh, Consortium in Montgomery, offered grants to promote dementia-friendly communities, and I applied for a grant along with our Area Agency on Aging and got a grant this summer to promote dementia-friendly practices in faith communities. Wonderful. And that really uh, opened the door for me to be able to have uh, resources, you know, so I built an infrastructure with a projector and a screen and lots of books that I really 
felt were helpful and created a lot of resources or copied resources or just made lists of resources and educational opportunities online and started going around to churches and any place that I could find to have a voice. And we had our first memory cafe at the end of the grant period. And that went off. Yes, we had our own memory cafe. And now we've got another one coming up next Monday. Wonderful. Now, are you so, working through through the Dementia Friendly America movement, or is this through your AAA specifically? It, it is modeled after Dementia Friendly America. That's where um, our Montgomery office tapped in there, and so we're following along. We all have a, a logo that we're using and trying to spread this throughout the state. Wonderful. So offering now that grant period is over and they're offering more grants for additional people across the state to also um, do something in regard to dementia friendly communities oh that's fantastic now with your memory cafe are you um, have you registered with the memorycafe.coms with uh, Dave through calendar cards has a wonderful um, memory cafe directory and I would I would recommend anybody um, just going to memory cafe um, or memory memory cafe directory.com and then Dave will connect with you and get you um, signed up and he's he's doing that out of the goodness of his heart um, isn't charging anybody but it's really a slick slick um, system I think you know I, I was trying to track it and a lot of others and I just think his system um, blows the rest of us away <laughs> and, it, and it looks and it looks much nicer uh, to boot there. So, well, that's exciting. You are kicking butt down there, getting lots of stuff going. That is that is wonderful to hear. Absolutely fantastic. Alabama is has got people throughout the state, and we just network together. You know, we've got Dr. Potts in Tuscaloosa. We've got Linda Everman with Us Against Alzheimer's in Birmingham. We've got Shay Summerlin with All In for Alls. We've got uh, Stephanie Buffalo who gets involved with Hilarity for Charity. And we have Brian LeBlanc just next door in Pensacola. So all of us really are connected and just try to spread, uh, you know, have a greater impact. The, the more voices that are joined together, the greater the impact. And I just thank you for your voice and and what you've, you've been a role model for me from the start. And I always follow you, and I always put purple angels on things. <laughs> and I'm on your Memory Cafe resource page and anything that you've offered. Brian's so excited about the cruise. I just saw him Saturday. We had our big walk to end Alzheimer's, and I know that's his next big thing. So thank you yep. so very much. We're very, very excited about that. One thing I will mention um, is, and I don't know if you're involved with this yet or not, but if people go to um, my website, alzheimerspeaks.com, and if they would click on, there's a main categories, uh, tabs, go to the resource directory, and then click on the graphic that says care to plan. Um, there's a company called Provalence that is putting together a dementia-specific resource directory and it is phenomenal it's in beta testing but anybody can be part of it um, and um, I believe Alabama is in there somebody down there is in there uh, but I, I don't remember exactly who offhand I'm going to pop it open and see if I can if I can find it but it has um, educational pieces it has people it has um 
uh, things on, on places like housing that people can do. There are um, uh, kind of product services and tools, uh, ways to connect. Um, it's, it's really pretty, um, pretty fascinating tests and treatments medications and we uh, they're still in the process of uh, like I said it's being beta tested it's still in the process of um, getting some subcategories and things pulled together but that will um, that will all be coming yeah um, dementia friendly Alabama communities making a difference is that you uh, that is the home base, and that's that's me. That's anybody who is uh, who's gotten one of those grants and is plugged into that. Yeah. Okay, because you guys are listed um, in this directory, so so that is wonderful. Um, so yeah, so so you are out there, and you know we're in the process of trying to get more people plugged into this uh, um, NIH and uh, Mayo Clinic and the CDC are all kind of major major players with this, and uh, as far as building content, and so it's it's really going to be something if we can get this into the hospitals and the clinics. It's going to be unbelievably powerful because we all know that that's one of the biggest complaints is people say that they don't know where to go, um, you know, when uh, when things change. So, well, listen, you keep up the great work, and I am going to see who else is on the line here, and feel free to stay with us, and maybe I'll be able to come back to you. But um, thank you so much, Beth, for calling in. I really do appreciate it very much. Thank you. So I've got a thank you. I've got a caller here from a seven two seven number. Seven two seven. Um can you state your name? Hi, it's Doug. Hi Doug, how are you doing? I'm I'm okay. It's it's been emotional over the last couple of months. I had uh two um grandparents that had Alzheimer's, they had the disease and I watched my mom take care of my grandma many years ago and I did a lot of boxing in the Navy many, many years ago and started having headaches and things of this nature a while back. And I was uh, actually recently diagnosed with this disease. Okay. So how are you How are you coping with that yourself? Well, you, you think everything's normal, but now some of the things that I used to do uh, make sense more so than before. But, uh, you know, I... I, I and I actually had a question if if I can ask you on the show. Sure, sure. I don't know if I can answer it, but we will try. I I, I was going to write it down, but that lady kept talking and talking and talking. So I I, I, I the question I wanted um um this this kind of happens sometimes, especially when I get nervous. I I, I apologize. I, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Um, that's okay. That's okay. We totally okay. understand. I, I, I remember now. I, um, I don't remember whether or not I used to jerk off with my right hand or my left hand. Has anybody seen? Okay. So, sorry about that, everybody. Every once in a while, we'll get somebody who's inappropriate, and um, I apologize for that. Very. Very much so. Um, let me go and see who's at a 757 number. 757, are hi, you there? Hi, hi, Lori. This is Becky Watson. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. How are you doing, Becky? 
I'm doing fabulous. I just got done doing a music therapy program for a respite slash memory cafe here in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh-huh. I'm thrilled to be uh, on the phone and more honored to be on the Dementia Friendly Cruise with you in a couple of weeks. Actually, next week. Next week. Oh, so excited about that. I just, um, it's getting so real. It seemed like it was so far off, and now it's just less than two weeks away. It's just really hard to believe. Um, and people are so excited about gathering. It's, I think it's going to be uh, just an amazing time. And I can't thank you enough for joining us because you're going to add so much value um, to the program. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you, Lori. I'm honored to be on the program, and I guess my message to people that are listening today is, as a music therapist, you don't need to be a music therapist to bring music to your loved one living with dementia. Music mm-hmm. is uses all parts of our brain. It's one of the last things we lose through our lifespan, and it is brings joy. And just being with your loved one, find out what kind of music they like, and just sitting with them and listening to music can be just as pleasant as singing or playing with them. So that's my mission is to share how music can help connect loved ones with their um, person living with dementia and still enjoying life. Well, and Becky, you've done you've gone through different training programs uh, specific to dementia as well. Um, can you share with people exactly what what types of programs you've gone through? Sure, yes. I am a Tipa Snow certified trainer, coach, and engagement leader. Tipa Snow is a dementia care educator and specialist and consultant that provides programs for a positive approach to care. And I've gone through many of her trainings and survived being one of her trainers on how to bring a positive approach to care to people living with dementia. Keep us now. I I really resonate with her programs because she is an occupational therapist, and Mm -hmm. she gets movement. She gets how the body works and how to use your body to help connect with your loved one with dementia. So everything she says, I just truly, truly believe in, and 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 try to bring it to my practice as well. I'm also as a music therapist, and we use music to reach goals that are not musical. So it is a way of connecting, and, and with music, you can use it to help establish relationships or help help connect through rhythm or through singing. So that is very, very powerful. And also, I, I'm i really inspired to learn more about the pastoral, the, you know, the spiritual context of how music and spiritual context of prayer can help people living with dementia. Because prayer is another area of our life that we always have with us, whatever our spiritual realm is. I find that with many places that I go to, you start saying a a prayer, and your loved one can recite it. It it stays Mm -hmm. with them. It's part of their being. So those are just a few that I've gone through. And I just, the more I learn about dementia, the more I want to learn. It's just really... um, a way of connecting. I want to help people with what I know and share so they can have a better relationship and make it a better world. Kind of like you are, Lori. Make it a better world and, and not be scared of the disease, but live with it and live with it with joy and, and the best way you can. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's powerful. And now, have you ever connected like with Us Against Alzheimer's, their clergy group at all? I have not with them. No, I have not 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 against not us against Alzheimer's. I I'm very active with our local Alzheimer's Association chapter, but I have not. So I need to like get that. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that yeah, that might be a really they um, they've written a book and they've um, taken you know a bunch of denominations. I want to say there's like 17 or 19 different denominations in the book. Um, and it's just, it's really beautifully done. But um, Us Against Alzheimer's, for those of you that don't know, um, they just are a great resource. If you're looking for um, any type of research, uh, they send out a daily newsletter that's just short and sweet. And then if you want to read more, you can click on it and go deeper if you want. But they have uh, various groups. So they have uh, Women Against Alzheimer's. They've got Clergy Against Alzheimer's. Um, and they have Hispanics Against Alzheimer's, African American, um, et cetera. And they're, they're you know always open to other groups and expanding. They, they've had, um, in my opinion, a significant, been a significant player along with the Alzheimer's Association in terms of um, really lobbying Congress to to raise the limits on our funding for the disease. And um, Trish Vanderberg, uh, one of the co-founders, uh, she was the wife of, of George, um, passed away this past year, and she had written a play about her mom. And um, they're just an absolutely phenomenal powerhouse couple. And um, George is still, you know, they're looking at ways to honor Trish, which is which is quite beautiful. So, um, but I think that would be a really good connection for you. Thank you, Lori. I would definitely look into that. That's, that's a great, uh, great tip. So I would definitely look into that. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for joining us on the cruise. Um, I was lucky enough to meet Becky when she came to Minnesota one time, and I can't wait to spend more time with her. She's absolutely delightful, and just uh, her her soul just shines so brightly. So if you are out there, maybe you are an event planner or looking for someone to bring uh, music and joy and education, uh, you know, regarding dementia or just even um, seniors in general Uh, and and I don't know do you work with children too or do you primarily work with older adults I uh, primarily with older adults however I do uh, provide music therapy services for intergenerational programs which is a true delight when you put preschoolers with um, an adult daycare setting. I, I provide one of my clients is an adult daycare that has a preschool in the same building but different room. Mm-hmm. So they asked if I would provide a music, an intergenerational music therapy program which combines preschoolers with early stage dementia. And it is truly magical when you pair those, uh, those two generations together. Uh-huh. I will say it's complex. It is very complex. You need to have lots of uh, volunteers and help just to make sure everybody is safe. But it is truly magical. So that is the only area that I really work with children on is with intergenerational programs where we're, we're linking our generations through music. That's okay. the only way. 
Well, great. If someone out there is in need of a music therapist, I highly recommend Becky. She's, uh, she will not disappoint you. And um, just in planning this cruise, she's like, you know, I can be flexible. I can do this and I can do that. And, you know, it's just like it's so nice to be able to work with somebody like that because flexibility um, and being spontaneous is really what's needed so, so much of the time. So, again, can't thank you enough. And we will see you very soon. Um, I'm going to go on to the next caller here, um, but thank you so much for calling in, Becky. Appreciate it. So let's see. I've got somebody on a restricted number, and we'll see who that might be. Um, and I don't know if this is still best if it called back in on a restricted number or if it's somebody else. So go ahead and say your name. It is probably me, uh, Lori, because my phone kept getting disconnected. So I've called in a couple of times <laughs> just to keep up. Oh, okay. Sometimes that happens if we've got you know a lot of uh, different callers and stuff that that can happen because it is this is internet based. So I just wanted to double check and make sure it wasn't somebody else <laughs> calling in, and I saw a couple others pop up and then drop off, and um, but then I didn't know if it was the original that one caller that called in that was inappropriate too, and trying to get back in you just you never know on this side <laughs> so, okay well thank you i'm going to go back up to uh harry Irvin here harry um i just wanted to come back to you again and um see if you had any comments from what you've heard so far from the others yeah the the, the thing that that really uh uh makes me smile is when somebody talks about they started up a memory cafe. Mm-hmm. Now I have, I I have this um, this dream of having memory cafes on every every corner of every street of every city of every town and every state because there's a need for it. And um, I I found out that I visited a lot of care facilities and. Um, I noticed a lack of visitors. That's a nice way of me putting it, that I'm not going to offend anybody. But it's a lack of visitors in it. And um, my my heart goes out to, the, to these people. That's why um, starting up memory cafes, that, uh, in fact, I'm starting up one, uh, I think, Wednesday, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a care, in, in a care facility now, it's strictly for the residents. Uh, now, that's going to include people living with dementia. It's going to include anybody. Anybody that, anybody that might live in the in the care facility that wants to stop in, they're welcome to. And I had I gave a talk there at the one. Well, I've been I've been talking the care facility for the last year or two trying to promote this idea and the fruits of my labor are now beginning to show. But I I gave a talk at this place and we must have had fifty, sixty people show up. Wow. And I thought I thought, well this is a good this is a good time to bring up the concept of memory cafes. So um of course they had no idea what I was talking about, but once I I explained my concept of it. Uh, I got a phone call later that day and say, how soon can you start? 
I mean, it, 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 it did my heart good. Oh, that's nice. They they are fabulous. They're just absolutely fabulous. And, you know, when Beth was talking about opening up hers and, um, you know, they're just doing so much down there in Alabama. It's just absolutely fantastic. And and you have opened up several of them and just been a powerhouse in terms of even mentoring others to get them started up, and uh, which is absolutely, you know, fantastic to be able to do. Um, I'm going to grab this other caller and uh, we'll see. Maybe it's Beth again calling in under an anonymous name. So we'll see who it is. I'm going to uh, pull in someone. You are under anonymous. And so if you want to go ahead and talk and we'll see uh, see who you are. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's still Beth. I joked. I said maybe it is Beth again coming in. <laughs> That is that is funny. Um, you, you can pop up so many different ways on this system, so um, it's it's hard to say. And people can call in and just listen to the show via you know um, calling in, or they can uh, listen you know via the internet as well. With that, Harry was just talking about how you just put a smile on his face, talking about opening up memory cafes, and he's been heavily involved with those and. Um, and it does, it just kind of melts my heart, too, every time I hear that another one has popped up. And, um, and the reception to them is, is always uh, amazing. Um, did you find with, with your memory cafe, did you have a good turnout originally? Um, every now and then, sometimes people get stuck, you know. No, we, well, it was very intentional because it was part of the grant uh, goal to have a, healthy memory cafe turnout. So we had 25 people total for our first um, gathering. And that included the volunteers. We had a music therapist. We had two art instructors. We had sponsors providing refreshments and, and a good team of volunteers to help with every all the logistics. So, But I just did want to share one thing a lady said that came with her daughter. And by the end of our time together, she said, well, are we now a group? <laughs> and everybody said, "Yes, let's be a group." <laughs> so uh, uh, we we are a group, and we're we'll see each other on Monday. Yeah, those connections are just um, so very, very important. I'm going to go ahead and put Harry in on here, and um, I'm going to uh, go ahead and make Mary and um, Becky live as well. I know Becky, you've done some work with Memory Cafes as well. Yes, Becky, I have. I um, We have a couple here in Norfolk and Williamsburg, Virginia, and there's also one in the Outer Banks in North Carolina. So, yes. Wonderful. And, Mary, have you worked or attended the memory cafes at all? Nope. Um, it's a, these are in person or these are online? Um, the ones I think we're talking about right now are in person, um, but that's a good point to make, that there are some memory cafes um, that uh, are being held uh, online, which are very effective as well. Yeah, yeah, I like the online ones where we use the Zoom chat uh, app, and that allows us to see each other almost as if we were in the same room even though 
sometimes we're halfway across the world. Yep. Now, do you mind sharing which online platform that you use? Because I know there's a couple of them out there. Um, well, the platform is the Zoom, Z-O-O-M, Zoom, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think is very successful. I, I think that that has been uh, a wonderful source of making new friends and finding people that are um, sometimes in the same diagnosis, but in uh, uh, on the different side of it. So let's yeah. say you you have the diagnosis, um, and then other people sometimes join in that are caring for someone with the diagnosis. And, mm-hmm. and so it gives you perspective and, and helps you see things and walk a mile in somebody else's moccasins. It's very yeah. useful. So, Mary, when I said platform, I probably shouldn't have said platform, but there's a couple of different groups. Like I know um, Gary LeBlanc um, has a group, and I think uh, Dementia, um, or is it DIA, Dementia, or DAI? What, which, what is it? Dementia Action? Not, not Ali- the dementia, yeah, it's the Dementia Mentors. It's Gary LeBlanc. Okay. And, yeah, that's a wonderful one. And... Um, I've met some really good people there. And, uh, and you know what's nice about that is that if you want, you can be a part of the group, but you can also get mentoring with just one person. So mm-hmm. if, if you're new or if you're shy or uh, if, if you have just a whole lot of beginning questions and you, you, know, you just are lost in that maelstrom of 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 administrative paperwork and where do I go from here, sometimes it's better to just talk one-on-one to someone who's been through it and maybe even in your own country. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have people from uh, England and Canada and America and uh, and it's uh, so it's the English-speaking world um, and and I, I note that, you know, Harry mentioned about Spanish-speaking world. So I don't know if there's a Spanish-speaking one. Uh, I, I imagine if people called in to Gary and, and asked, uh, he might be able to uh, figure something out. Yep, yep. Um, and Harry, I'm going to put you live again. Um, do you know of uh, on online as far as any memory cafes that are taking place that are, you know, um, not English speaking? I I have I have quite a few, um, like with my with my uh, Italian friends. We get together uh, maybe once a week. As my mm-hmm. I call my Sentimenta family because uh, I'm an ambassador for them. But um, we get together now. They they speak they speak Italian, but they also speak like broken English. So we can communicate, but that's a whole different experience when you when you sit in with with a group like that. Like what one of my one of my favorite memory cafes I had is Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, surprise, no. surprise. I, Christmas Eve and New Year's yeah. Eve for Harry. <laughs> with, 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 with Christmas Eve, so many people living with dementia or alone. Okay? Mm-hmm. And several years, several years ago, I started this. Are you there, Harry? You seem to have lost him. I'm not quite sure. Harry? Yes. We lost you. Yeah, we lost you. You said you had started it several years and then it just went quiet. And it sounded like you were going to say some more. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, just like the Verizon guy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, It's so amazing. Uh, Like I was saying, uh, people living with dementia and, and... Older people do a lovely mm-hmm. Christmas. So I, I started the memory cafe and we get we get hundreds of people that pop in. Now I I start this thing maybe like like four o'clock in the afternoon and by by twelve o'clock I gotta go to bed because Santa Claus is coming. But we get people from all over the world stopping in to say Merry Christmas. Some stay for five, ten minutes. Some stay for an hour. Mm-hmm. But it is, it is one big. The world is coming together. I have, I have people come on from South Africa. Now, I mean, okay. how cool is that? You know, yep. and um, we, we're really reaching out. We are really reaching out to to help people. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's amazing. These, now everybody has their own idea what a memory cafe should be like, and yeah. um, I'm not I'm not saying mine is any better than anybody else's or anything else. I just know that the ones we have are very successful. Like I uh, I get mentor talks in Lancaster General Health, which is a local hospital here in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and um, I. I speak to the the newly diagnosed patients of um, that's been, been that's been diagnosed with some form of dementia. Uh-huh. And they they offer then they offer like a six eight week course form, and then we offer our memory cafe there, mm-hmm. and we get forty fifty people. Now. Wow. We have we have a lot of we have a lot of, of turnaround of people because of the progression of the disease. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like we started these now maybe four or five years ago, and uh, a lot of the people that came when we first started were either no longer here or they advanced. Mhm. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Harry, we lost you again here, and um, I can't believe our hour is almost up here. So I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping wrapping up the show. I so appreciate um, everybody um, chipping in and uh, calling in. We had Harry Urban. 
We had uh, Mary Radofsky, um, Becky Watson, uh, we had Beth Reinhardt call in, and just some, some great uh, conversation uh, in terms of what's going on around the world, which I think is absolutely fabulous. I did want to, once again, uh, just do a shout out to our sponsors of our, of our cruise, because uh, without them, uh, things would have been much more difficult to pull together. And uh, I had mentioned our uh, platinum and gold sponsors earlier, and I'm just going to give a shout-out to our silver sponsors. We've got uh, the Art Kit, which is really a cool, cool uh, activities uh, kit that Lola has put together. We have calendar cards. Um, We have the book uh, called The Little Book for Alzheimer's Caregivers, which is absolutely exceptional. We had uh, Celia on the radio show before. Uh, Care to Plan, who has created the Dementia Resource Directory, which you can find. Um, It's in beta testing right now on alzheimerspeaks.com if you go to our resource tab. We have the Call Alert Center, which is a wonderful resource if you have somebody who you are afraid might wander. It's uh, very inexpensive, and if that time would ever come, you would be set up ahead of time to really hit social media and work with the police departments to try to um, retrieve your loved one and get them home safely. Uh, Memory Joggers, which is kind of a fun little game that is put out by Calendar Cards, as well as the uh, Memory Cafe Directory, and you can find that at memorycafedirectory.com. And last is uh, Footprint ID, which everybody is going to get a uh, free system for those with dementia on our cruise, which is uh, very cool. Check out Footprint ID. You can just go to the Internet and find that out. Let's see, what else do I want to tell you? We will be doing more of these open mics. And, uh, again, I apologize for the one caller who was inappropriate. There's no way to really screen those out and still be inclusive of those of you that are doing wonderful work and uh, taking the time to share with us. All of the shows here on Alzheimer's Speaks, you know, we go back six years doing this. We have over 400 shows. So if you're looking for resources, there's tons of information out there. Um, Some of the latest uh, shows we had was Movement Matters, Simple Ways to Healthy Living, which just takes in our everyday movement so that you don't necessarily have to go to the gym, but you can get a workout by just doing things a little bit differently. Uh, There was some great advice when caring for someone with dementia. Uh, We had information on housing designs and options, both pros and cons uh, for now and in the future. Our Dementia Chats, which is a video platform where I interview experts who have dementia. We talked about do the experts and care partners really know what a person with dementia wants? Um, There's such great information out there, and again, I appreciate everybody's um, willingness to work together and share. That just warms my heart when I hear so many people sharing uh, the initiatives that they're working on and coming together. Uh, we're going to get much further, much faster, you know, if we work collaboratively. And wrapping up, I just want to mention that you can also grab a tool I developed called Your Memory Chip which teaches us to focus not so much on our to-do list, but instead 
our people safe, happy, and pain-free. You can also purchase the training and kind of reminder bands um, on our website with that as well. In the meantime, have a great week, and we'll all talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.